Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-hosts, Brennan McCullough and Matt Basta. How are you guys Hi. doing? Doing pretty good, thanks. Yo! Uh, sorry, I'm actually watching a video right now. Uh, it's Pokemon, and Mimikyu, the crazy weird like clone Pikachu one from the new uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon. Yeah, the terrifying monster. Yeah, the Pokemon uh, Sun and Moon like Ultra, like the like you know upgraded version one is coming out, and they re- uh, released a new special move by Mimikyu, like the Z move, the Ultimates, and it just it's called Let's Snuggle Forever, and Mimikyu just jumps on top of the Pokemon you're using against and just absorbs them, just like takes like covers their whole body in its sheet, and then they disappear, and it's fucking messed up, and I love it. Cool. All right. Sorry. That's, I was watching that while we were starting. That's, that's fair. That sounds pretty uh, actually awesome. I'd be interested in checking that video out. Maybe we'll put it in the show notes. But this is a video game podcast. I'm eager to see what you guys have been playing. I've played a handful of like mobile games and all sorts of different random shit. So we'll get to me last. What about Basta? Well, I have been playing a very interesting game. It's available early access on Steam. It's called Tracks, the train set game. Oh, it's an actual game. So you remember when you were a kid and you'd go to the doctor's office and in the doctor's office, they would have like those like little railway tracks and they were just like little pieces of wood with some slots cut in them. And then they would have like a little puzzle piece end. So you could like put the little puzzle pieces together and make like a little train track. And then there was a little train that would go on the train track. Um, That's the game. And so you you basically like build out like this little train set. And then you could put like little buildings and plants and whatever else. And and there's all sorts of like fun things like there's fireworks and you can make like spirals up into the air and like put stacks of like Jenga blocks that you can knock over. Um, and then you drive the train. And so, so there's like fun little challenges where you can like pick up people and like bring them to a, tr- uh, a train station. Um, it, it It's a load of fun. I know... <laughs> I know I, I keep bringing up like train games. It was like the cats <laughs> with trains. Um, <laughs> uh, this is one of the most fascinating games I have seen in a very long time. Um, super cute. The graphics are amazing. You wouldn't think that the graphics would be really good for this, but like it's surprisingly good. I think it's one of those where it's such a simple like design like it's just wooden blocks so that it provides them uh like time to put more detail into like the background surrounding stuff like when they do cell shaded and it's all simplified they can put more attention to detail than making everything realistic what's really interesting about this it 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 is very realistic it's not even cell shaded like what they do is they use shaders and it's got like a nice fog it's got a little bit of depth of field it's got beautiful shadows the lighting is very nice all of the colors are beautifully picked out it's the epitome of good design in terms of uh visuals i couldn't be more pleased with it definitely check it out um it is $10 on steam early access uh, i highly recommend it it's a great game as is definitely definitely take a look i'm checking it out right now yeah, def- definitely, definitely pick it up if you if you got a, a $10 bill burning a hole in your pocket. Fair enough. <laughs> or, um, you know, just give it to us. Just, just saying. Or give it to uh, us. Click the link in the episode description to visit our tip jar. <laughs> yeah. Um, how about you, Bren? Uh, let me see here. Yeah, sorry, we're also streaming it on Twitch. And, yep, I sure do like Cats is here, as always, because she's great. As always. Um, but she was asking for the Animal Crossing app game, which they announced, like, 
a few weeks back. Um, that's coming out next month, or so, so I think sometime this month, actually, or maybe like early December. So that'll be interesting. So have they done anything to Animal Crossing? No, like, that's why it's great. <laughs> I guess I mean I loved the GameCube version. Like I I I played the absolute everlasting shit out of that game. I had like the Game Boy Advance adapter where you'd plug your Game Boy Advance in and get like the bonus mm-hmm. levels. I had nice. that fucking like thing where you'd swipe the cards and it would like load up bonus content from the cards. Um I had Jeez. everything. I had all the accessories. I played the shit out of it and so then when the Wii version came out, I was so excited. I was you know, they announced it. I was losing my mind. I bought it. It was the same game, minus mm-hmm. all of the cool features. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the Wii U version came out. And it was the same game. Yeah. With like, the same features. <laughs> I don't, like, ha- have they done anything? It's basically Harvest Moon, Stardew Valley, Animal Crossing. All of those are pretty much identical, except for the style. Like and that's what well. There's not buying. even any farming. It's like it's like Stardew Valley minus the farming. It's well, instead like, of farming, you're managing the town because in Stardew you're only doing your farm. You're not even managing the town. You're just like going around doing errands. I like that you can't actually kick anyone out. You just have to annoy. Like, if you need someone to get out of your town, <laughs> you, you don't piss want them, them off enough. You just piss them off until they move. But you can't actually like evict them. It's like what kind of mm-hmm. mayor are you then? If you can't like exile random people, well, you're not. You're not the mayor. Tortimer is the mayor. Well, in the newest one, you're the mayor. Oh, in the newest one, you're the mayor? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of interesting. But I mean, eh. It's still the same. Like, you can't, like, it's just I mean, like. In real life, the mayor just can't evict people. But <laughs> you don't you get can... elected mayor. You're just like, you're gone. You're out of here. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, but you can, like, put, like, you can get, like, the cops to, like, plant evidence on them and then, like, throw them in jail for a while or something. Like, no, you, you can't. can do stuff. That's not a thing. You can <laughs> do stuff. You can annoy them until they leave. The game is, is a parody of real life. <laughs> Uh, oh no, Katz is saying you actually can evict them. So that's cool. Because I've, I've heard stories of some people like, they have new neighbors come into the neighborhood, and then they'll set their house up like right in front of the bridge and block the bridge. And it's like, what? I can't get to that other side of the town now, because oh, the NPC annoying. just happened to choose that spot. So it's like, that. you gotta work around that. Oh uh, man, and that's the benefit of us streaming live, having Katz being able to tune in like that. It's pretty great. So yeah. Check us out, twitch.tv slash ABT Silence on Animal Fridays. Crossing is a sweet game about friendship. I'll fight you on this. I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm, you know, it's a great game. And I, you know, I, if the mobile app is free, I'll definitely try it out. But I'm afraid it's going to be just loaded with microtransactions. So, loaded with microtransactions. You're right. Loaded with, like, weird, obscure bugs. You know, mm-hmm. my, my absolute least favorite bug of um, the original GameCube, and I don't remember if it was fixed in any of the subsequent versions, but sometimes somebody would place their house in a in a location that would make a certain chunk of land inaccessible. Oh, I so literally like, just said no, this. no, 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 no. Yeah. So, so oh. like you said, it, it would they okay. put like their their house like up against a cliff, and yeah. so there'd be like a few tiles behind their house that you just couldn't get to, and weeds would grow there. And when the weeds oh, would grow yeah. there, you couldn't go and pull them out, and so your town would get a bad score. And you would lose out on all this shit. And the only way that you could resolve it would be like it, it, if they got rid of their house. It, w- it was only like when the when the town was initially generated. And so like if you just got a bad town, like you just have to wipe your memory card and start over. It was the fucking worst. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Like there's there's little things like that where it's like, I know it's supposed to be like you're playing this character in this town. But like every now and then you need like God mode to just. Get mm-hmm. rid of those, like, or... Yeah, just, just like, turn on no clip, like... <laughs> yeah. 
Just, like, run against the corner of that building until you just phase through it, like the Flash. You just vibrate your molecules so fast you phase through matter. The, the, the good old Minecraft slash game mode C. <laughs> Jeez. Um, yeah, Animal Crossing. I don't know how we got on that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's probably because of cats, but it's all oh, good. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, what have I been playing lately? Uh, a lot of Cuphead, because it's super fucking hard and really irritating. Um... I know some people complain about like the difficulty saying it's difficult because the game isn't optimized well and stuff like that. And I already complained about the um, hitboxes for some of the villains or like some of the enemies. And yeah. it can get annoying at times, but I think like I think the worst of it is the running gun levels because there's so much shit going on and it gets real chaotic and you're supposed to continuously be moving. But I think all of the boss fights are pretty well done, even if they can get really annoying. The ones I always have difficulty with are. The ones that are kind of like run and gun, where the stage is constantly moving. So, for yeah. example, there's a bee fight. You fight like the queen bee, and the level is continuously going upwards. Or one level you fight a dragon, and it's continuously going to the right. And you have to jump on clouds and platforms like to keep moving. Or if you hit the ground, you get hurt. Yeah, that sounds difficult as fuck. <laughs> those are always the hardest for me. I, I always have so much trouble with those. Um, the bee one, I like at least knew what was going on and like could do it. It was just after a few tries. But the dragon one took me probably like 30 attempts or so. And it turns out he's super weak to the charge shot. So you can get different uh, weapons in it. And one is you charge it up to do a more powerful shot. Once I get the charge shot, I beat him maybe on my third try with the charge shot. Versus the 30 some without. So it's like some of them can be really maddeningly difficult until you get the right equipment. But you have no idea what the right equipment is unless you look it up. Or, Or just... Get all the coins and experiment and buy them all. Right. Um, you can get different, like, super moves. And the first one you get is just like a Kamehameha, just like a big beam. And even after getting the other ones, I think that is still by far the best one. Because you're, like, you're invincible while you do it. It's a lot of damage. Um, the other one, you make a ghost form of yourself, and you can get a heart back from that at the end of it if you do it right. But to move the ghost, it moves with your character. So you're putting yourself in danger to try and hit him with the ghost while your actual body can still get hurt. So it gets real tricky with that. So if anyone's yeah. thinking about it, I would stick with the first special. But I believe I'm like 90% done. I just have King Dice, who's like the second to last boss, and then the devil himself is the last boss. And then Shit. I'm done. Yeah. It's really fun if you like a challenge. If you like just the boss rush modes, like Fury and other games like that, where it's just die, learn, like, learn the pattern, die again, learn the pattern, die again, get frustrated, snap the controller in half, scream, fuck you, cuphead, flip your desk, and then try it again. Um, you're o- It's always going to happen. I don't care who you are, you're going to get mad at this game and scream, fuck you, cuphead, at some point, because it just, it happens. But yeah, it's only 20 bucks, it's beautifully done, the music's great, it's, uh, I, I'm on board with, like, everyone praising and stuff, though, apparently it's getting into that weird Tumblr territory of, like, fan art stuff going on i don't know what's happening there uh-oh uh, yeah it might be it looks great like Absolutely. as far as mo- uh, uh games go like it it has an incredible art style yeah and it's all hand-drawn but i think that's where some of the trouble with the hitboxes come into place like mm. mapping the hitbox to the hand-drawn cells and stuff but if this is going like undertale like steven universe like weird tumblr obsessive fandom um, get on it early so you don't hate it in like two months and never play it because it's definitely worth your time and energy. Even if you get like frustrated and can't beat it, it's definitely 
the first island is definitely feasible for anyone who's ever played a bullet hell before and can recognize patterns and stuff. It's really great, though, and I, I love every minute of it. But I got, like, 12 hours in, and I'm still okay. not done, so... Here's the thing. I just want to play it on Switch, and I don't even think it's available or most likely even going to be available on the Switch, because it seems like it could be a perfect game for the Switch. I could see, like, using the Joy-Cons, especially if you're doing multiplayer or even just single-player, just holding that fucking beautiful Switch. <laughs> uh, I, I would be surprised just because I know Microsoft put a lot of money behind this. Oh, and God, that's probably, it's yeah, like you're totally paired right. up with them, so I'd be very surprised, but I agree with you. This would be a perfect game for the Switch, uh. because the controls are, you know, just directional, and uh, shoot, dash, uh, it's best to play, also, best to play it on controller. I do not recommend this with keyboard and mouse. Right. Um, but yeah, so it's just directional pad, you got what, jump, fire, like super, and then dash. And one of the upgrades you can get is to make you invincible while you dash, which is really critical on a lot of bosses and like levels and stuff um so if you don't like that one will save you more than any other ability um but yeah this could definitely work on the switch and i hope they get to it one day it's not unheard of of them eventually porting it to different systems after the initial exclusive run for consoles like runs out or just isn't making them enough money anymore so microsoft doesn't care and gives nintendo the license yeah but if they do do that also do do um goddamn don't i don't think it'll be for a while like i wouldn't hold your breath that it would be really great to be on switch i just googled like oh cuphead on switch and every answer was don't hold your breath (laughs) you just reassured that so fuck that's a bummer because that would be perfect ah so i guess i will have to break down and get it on steam whatever wait no people are shipping cuphead and bendy from bendy and the ink machine no i already hate it cats why do you tell me these horrible horrible things Oh, God. Oh, God. But, yeah, it's great. It's insufferable. And, like, it, it, she, cup, uh, cups. Uh, cats also asked, why would I play a game so uh, irritating? It's great if you love a challenge. If you really like to just keep working and working on something and then finally getting and be like, yeah, I, I bested you. I, I proved you wrong and that I could overcome you. There's people that want that drive and comp- like competitiveness in games, even if it's not against another player. And, I, I enjoy that part. I don't like playing against other people, mostly because I think they're either bullshit or cheating. But it's really good to like, you know, have a challenge like that and just work your way around it. Well, that's why I really enjoyed TIS 100. You know, like yeah, <laughs> the coder. You game. know, you guys are like, oh, who wants to do work for a game? But like, it's more than that, right? Like, it's right. it's also. You know, there's a challenge involved. It's sort of testing your abilities. You know, how far can you? Can you actually get in this thing? Um, I get the appeal yeah. of that, like, of the drive and, like, overcoming a challenge. Like, it's a logic puzzle and stuff. I get those. It's just, like, that was so much, like, actual work. I just, you know, it, yeah. well, you would want to do that all day. <laughs> oh, okay. I do I do that all day, actually. <laughs> there it is, Doug. <laughs> God fucking but, damn I mean, it, you've converted me. <laughs> but that's the thing like if i had a game where i was like this is your this is really similar to what you do at work i would not want to play that also that game would just be trying to stay awake because that's all i do at work so Fair enough yeah here's here's how frustrating cuphead can be i have actually switched to playing overwatch to try and relax oh, after God. i got too salty at playing cuphead so oh, cool. that that tells you a lot it really does interesting yeah Fair enough. That's, uh, are you liking really... the new character that you brought up last character? Are you playing her much or not really? Uh, she's not out yet. They, she oh, got announced, right. 
And I believe she's in the PTR, the public test region. Like, it's just the public data. Like, people can try out the characters and developers can see what people are doing with it and tweak it before it's released. But they okay. never do. So I don't know why it's there. They always Chuck. just keep the same shit and then release it in, like, two months with an update. So I believe she's in the PTR. I, I'm not sure about that yet. But I, I do look forward to playing her. She seems really up my alley as both being a healer and absolute bullshit ricochet orb that can hit you out of nowhere. That's right up my aisle. Uh, my aisle. So right up your right up aisle. My aisle. I was gonna say alley, and I backed up, and then forgot what the word was, and then said aisle. Fair enough. And also, she's uh, I think she's Irish, Scottish. Eh, that's the difference. So it's cool. Uh, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, uh, we just I got, lost other listeners. I but, got both. I got both of it in me, so I can't tell the difference. Apparently, Katz is calling her the piss cleric or urine lady. What? I don't understand no. what that's all about. Oh, yeah, no, I get now. Um, <laughs> we should just have cats on. Like, why? Why do we have like this weird <laughs> text-based abstraction? Like, we might as well just be, be, pasta. Sorry, Mark, you've been you've been removed. <laughs> pasta, be quiet. She's not real. We're just lying. Yeah. No, <laughs> no seriously, uh, listeners, if you want to hear your own voice on the show, just um. Go to our contact page. I'll have a link in the show notes and you can send us like a little voicemail that's like, I think you have up to a minute and a half. And that's how we got some submissions for episode 200 and shit. So that's a, t- <laughs> a thing you can definitely do if you have any interest to just drop us a line, troll the yeah. fuck out of us, anything like um, that. But about the piss lady comments. Oh, God. Um, piss Claire. She, she's a healer. I've basically been just calling her like a, bio- like a biotic vampire. Because she's like the yin-yang. In one hand, she takes health away from enemies. In the other hand, she gives health to allies. And the way they uh, identify that in Overwatch is purple is damage. Like in a lot of the healers. Like Zenyatta and Ana. And yellow is healing. So if you see yellow, that's healing you. And with her, instead of like a beam, the beam's kind of like splintered. And it kind of looks more like a spray. But it's like energy-based. But it's a spray of those colors. So one of the sprays out of her hand is purple, and one is yellow, and it kind of looks like she's just spraying piss everywhere. God damn it. I mean, it's, you know, play Blizzard. Yeah, I do. All right. <laughs> uh, what are you playing, Doug? Yeah, I did get to actually play a game that I've been really anticipating for a very long time now. I've been, like, freaking the fuck out, being like, when is this coming to Android? And it's Monument Valley 2. The day it mm. came out, I got a notification. I was like, bye. It was like four ninety nine. so I'm like, all right, five bucks. I've been, I couldn't wait for this game. The first game just was so captivating and unique and interesting. Really well done. The puzzles really made you think. And then I, I, I had a lot of anticipation going into this. And the game is overall excellent game. And I feel like it keeps up the pace of what the first one did. However, it, there's a bunch of different reviews I was reading about it too. Cause I'm like, I have mixed feelings because I think it was really good. It felt shorter than the first one, which I'm probably wrong. But it just seemed like I played it in one sitting because I happened to be sitting at a car dealership while my car was getting a tune-up. So I'm like, okay, I was there for like an hour and a half, and I was able to burn through the entire game in about an hour. So it's an excellent game, but uh, like I was saying about these reviews, though, some people were saying, I think it was Polygon, if I'm not mistaken, they said, it's accomplished, charming game, though it stops just short of greatness. And I can't, like, that just hits the nail on the head. It's It's really good, but it felt more like... DLC, the the puzzles were on par with the previous game, but I feel like they could have done more with this world, with the characters. It there, it just felt like it was just missing something. It could have been something like above and beyond, like wow, that was a crazy experience. But it's more or less like that was enjoyable. I would definitely play it again, but I'm not going to be like raving about it as I was the first one. 
and like so that's what i mean it felt more or less like the dlc for the first game uh forgotten shores but like a full-length game i don't know i i'm i have mixed feelings about it really fun but if you're like a diehard monument valley fan and had like super expectations like me you might get, be a little disappointed but i don't think you will be actually because the 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 world environment and the puzzles are just what you're going to expect it just feels a little short and i wish they did something more with like story cuz it's all such like vague weird shit going on as you're progressing through these puzzles yeah i definitely understand that but i'm uh, one thing you said that kind of caught my attention what do you mean they could do more with the characters cuz as far as i know in the first one like there's no dialogue at all like oh no just- there's dialogue in both games and it's like there- the, yeah there's like these like yeah. these like these like ghost ladies you run into and they're like telling you about like the monuments and all in the valley and Mm -hmm. i don't know it's really oh yeah and and now in this game it's like the it's the one dynamic of monument valley 2 is they bring in well the main character in this one's ro i don't think that's the who the main character was in the first game i could be wrong but this time ro has a child and you're like helping your child like teach the ropes of these like uh mc escher style like puzzles (laughs) as you have to like walk around and shit you're and, teaching your child that life is an eternal pain and a puzzle, and it's a p- horrible, horrible existence that you, those creatures live. Well, basically, and you like set her off on her own path. It's interesting, but they do. There are like a few puzzles where they're together, and you have to like utilize them. It's it's kind of neat how they brought that aspect to this one. Um. Oh, and it does uh bring back the pillar. I don't know if that has a name or anything. I don't think so. It's just like the goddamn pillar with an eyeball that you move around. So that that was oh, cool yeah. being reunited with that. That was cute. That was a cute sort of like weird uh, humanoid-ish character. Yeah, it's kind of like reminiscent of the companion cube in a weird way. Yeah, I was just about to say. Yeah. Um, So, Monument Valley 2, do recommend, without a doubt. I just had way too high expectations, but it is solid as fuck. So, I like all the people giving it like 8.5s out of 10, I think that's a perfect assessment. So, definitely check that out. It's 5 bucks. I don't know if you feel like dropping 5 bucks on a mobile game, but worth your time uh, it, it, it's only an hour especially for monument valley i think that's fair like it's yeah. a quality game it's not a microtransaction like whale game that just drains for money yeah it really is pretty solid and you can connect to your google play account and i'm like level 17 after playing all these fucking mobile games so i guess i do play mobile games it's it's pretty it's cool how it keeps track of your progress and stuff and the trophies you get but yeah. anyway well would you, before we move on would you say it's just as good as the first monument valley or is it like slightly, it just didn't exceed the sec, uh, the first one, so that's why it might not be as good? Yeah, I'm not quite sure. I'd have to play them like back to back, but for some reason mm-hmm. the first one, I guess it must it must be like that Bioshock thing that you've brought to the table before. It's like, oh, it was like new and like exciting and you and then the sequel comes out and it just like loses that glamour of like that new world and everything. But yeah. I'm I'm not sure if that was what it was, but the puzzles, I can't I don't want to talk shit on the puzzles. They were on par with the first game, if not a little more advanced now that they had the mechanic of having two characters moving around and like you interacting in the world that way. So if anything, I must say the puzzles were a little more advanced in that regard, but just something about the first game just captivated me more. The fact that like the whole, I mean, the game's been out for a while now, but like at the end of Monument Valley one, you like turn into this like bird thing or something. And like it incorporates birds. Like, there was no birds in this one. Like I wish they, they just had, they had like things to like incorporate and more ways to expand on it than they did. But I understand why they, I guess they were just like, this is the experience. Take it as it is. Zero out of 10, no birds. 
God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I need birds in my Monument Valley. Um, anyways. You should play Hots of a Boyfriend. It's no. full of birds. Oh, and I you get that. a datum, and it's wonderful. Nope. Um, and then the I did get great. to get uh, a real cheap Steam game, and it came out yesterday as the time of recording this listener. Uh, or I guess the people tuning into Twitch, because when you're hearing this listener, it's like a week or so. But, <laughs> but it's uh, this game called Super Flight, and I'll read its description on Steam. Uh, Super Flight is an intense, easy-to-learn wingsuit game with an infinite number of beautiful, procedurally generated maps, a great game to relax for half an hour and chase your latest high score. And by God, if it's not something that's just absolutely incredible. I think I got it on I sale for like $2.69, but it's typically at full <laughs> price. Nice. Three three dollars. So definitely worth your three dollars if you got Steam. Check this game out. Super Flight. You're just like this character with a wingsuit, and it's in a real pixelated environment. But it's like it's actually pretty graphically intense, or like intense on your processor because like it's procedurally generating these maps. It's very basic controls are just like up, down, left, right, trying to navigate the wind. Like it's crazy. The audio in the game is just like crazy wind tunnels. It feels like dynamic. It really, I, I. can imagine that they'll eventually make a VR version of this or like and you do a first person like flight like that'd be yeah. insane but Looking it's, at it, that's what it feels like it feels like yeah. a VR game but it but it isn't it's from the third person perspective so you mm-hmm. get to experience it it's excellent like I'm re- it is a cool thing to just try to chase your latest high score but you do fucking crash into the walls a lot like there's like you'll just like start a flight and just like crash immediately and then like be like oh I guess I can't do that it's a lot of just trial and error but it it's that's what I mean. For $3, you can't beat it. I, I don't think it's uh, like anything more fleshed out than just like go wingsuit flying for a little bit. It's But it's totally cool. I love mm-hmm. the style and you have the ability to like in the settings like uh, turn on and off motion blur and all this other stuff with your shadows. Oh. Like it's it's really in depth. Uh, I, I was playing it on my Surface and it was a little sluggish. So I changed some of the settings, but I, I'm going to get that installed on the gaming PC and see how that goes. So I'm excited for that. Always turn off the motion blur. It it never helps. Yeah. Yeah. Head bobbing in, in games is like my, my least favorite feature. Yeah. It's immediately turn it off. Yeah. I'm immediately turned off by the game. Boner Jesus. gone. <laughs> um, immediately flaccid. Uh, the, the <laughs> next, why uh, isn't that the name of the show? <laughs> oh, God damn it. Uh, immediately we'll new- flaccid in silence. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to bring up two more games, one mm-hmm. that's terrible and then one that's great. So I guess I'll start with a terrible one. And I'm not like trying to talk sh- super shit, but like all I have to say is this game's super called Ouroboros Prelude. And it, it, I mean, it's only $8. So they're, they obviously aren't like giving like a super fleshed out experience. And all you, it is, is like you're trapped in this like fucking, what looks like a super dark dungeon. And it, it says, can you survive the darkness or will madness take you? What and, the but the thing is, God. every single screenshot <laughs> for this game is just like a darkness. It's almost just like complete pitch black. And I'm like, and then I watched the gameplay trailer and it's like a little more bright, but I'm like thinking to myself, like this game it's, does not look enjoyable yeah. at all. And it's I, not worth it. No, no. but that, the thing is, it's got, uh, like three reviews and they're all positive. I'm like, well, I guess there's people. They, into weird shit. they did it's fivers. Like, it's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking spend $8 on this game where I'm in a dark room. And, and uh, that's funny. Cause we had a mirror way back in the day t- doing a dark room, but that was like a text-based like I- iOS game. Like this is, that was a good game. Yeah. A good game. Whereas this is just like, you're literally in a three dimensional, like hell hole. This is an asset flip. This is just cheap. 
or someone's first game, like some like fourteen year old's like very first game. Speaking of which, yeah. yeah, the goddamn the logo for the game is in papyrus. I think I don't know if that's what that font is, but goddamn. Oh, yeah. right. So, in be. fairness, the the movie uh, Avatar was uh, in in all in papyrus. <laughs> the oh, whole Christ. fucking thing. wait, the James Cameron one. Yeah. Oh, I didn't if you I turn on the subtitles right. and that, all the subtitles are in papyrus. That's Many of the insane. title screens are in papyrus. God, is it? It's I like a billion dollar movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> the movies, like that's probably the biggest one. People are losing their mind for like a solid year, and now in hindsight, almost everyone I know hates that movie now. It's well, not, it was like, it's so overplayed. Yeah, it's oh, not absolutely. terrible. It was definitely good for its time, but yeah, definitely overrated mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but the good game that I was going to bring up, and I'm like fucking hype as fuck for this, and I hope it's going to be actually good, is this game. It's actually from the developers of PUBG, their next game. It's this like over-the-top mm. steampunk Wait, 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 wait. Let me, pause, let me stop you right there. Their mm. next game? Yes. Their current <laughs> game isn't done. I know, which is fucking retarded. Dude, I don't trust understand. anything they okay, say. That's I what I mean. This is all directly from a Polygon article. We'll link it in the show notes. So like, they have this game that looks ridiculous, real like, steampunk uh but meets like medieval shit because there's dragons there's goddamn machine guns spellcasters jetpacks like all the cool shit you can imagine in this like crazy looking mmo called ascent infinite realm so i guess it's Uh, air for short and the artwork mm. looks good the gameplay what they have looks good the like i'm actually really like i don't know how to describe it other than like final fantasy 9 like airships meets like and yeah of just an mmo like what final fantasy 14 was online so i'm not sure it looks but also there's like some like dragon age kind of shit with like these really realistic looking dragons that you're uh, teaming up with your friends to take down i have no idea this game looks really ridiculous blending all of like the mechs and the the sci-fi meets fantasy meets steampunk it does seem very over the top but i'm you know what Now that you mention it, I don't think there were that many dragons in Dragon Age. I think there might be like one or two out of the whole trilogy. Shit, well, that yeah, Weird. I was making an That's assumption misleading. there. Yeah. Um, but uh, the article, like the title of the article is PUBG Dev's Next Game is Over the Top Steampunk MMO. And I couldn't trust a sentence less unless it had Peter Molyhew in it too. That is absolutely going to be shit. I don't trust it for a second. Sorry to poo-poo all over your hype, dog, but oh, I honestly don't know what else I'm here for. No, that's fair, and that's what I mean. We need to keep it balanced, but that's initially it sucked me in. So, but I see what you're saying. Uh, the developers of this blue hole, um, they pumped out PUBG. They're making a shitload of money off of it. Uh, Fortnite tried to do a battle royale mode, and it's doing successful for them. But all Blue Hole did was complain about it, acting like they were the first ones to ever invent the battle royale genre and trying to copyright it, which is idiotic. And their temper tantrum they threw was the best press Fortnite could have ever gotten because so many people are playing it now and it's actually keeping the game alive, which is cool because it's a cool game. Um, having Steampunk, it's it's just so been washed out and in so many games it just doesn't work. Uh, there's a game called uh, Guns of Icarus, which is all like team-based fighting in zeppelins and that's all steampunk and that's actually a really cool game i bought it for friends and no one played it with me and i'm sad but like the steampunk genre alone has kind of just become like hipster nerds where people are kind of like having a version to it now because it's just been so overused and so much and mmos are a notorious uh hole you throw money into that almost always get canceled within a year after being released like they are a death sentence for almost every game developer 
especially yeah. since WoW came out. So uh, I don't believe any of this is going to work. But there's so much promising shit that I want it to work so bad. They even have like, I mean, Promises this is mean nothing. There's this goddamn anthropomorphic possum, a possum character that looks absolutely adorable. And then I'm watching a gif of a goddamn airship battle versus a dragon midair. Like, I want to play that shit. Like, that looks right up my alley as like a weird, like, I am that hipster that loves goddamn steampunk shit. Like, and they even have like, they pay homage to Mario Kart because I guess you like are racing in these barrels or something. I have no idea. But regardless, it, it looks <laughs> super fun. I, I don't know. Doug, it's an ad. It's supposed to look good. Like yeah. this is getting excited like E3. We've lo- we've been hurt before, Doug. We've learned yeah. our lesson, or at least I hope we have. They have more uh, than five minutes in this trailer, so I just think I there's a chance. Mm-mm. There's a chance for this it. one. All right, I don't well, believe it. I for a second. That's the best thing about our podcast. We never yeah. stop, and we're assholes, so maybe a year from now, <laughs> we'll, we'll, you'll know, we'll know the truth, and we can look I, back and be like, who was right? And look I'll, at me, I'll, changing my I'll, mind on the Switch. I think yeah, this is going to yeah. happen. Uh, I was completely wrong about Doom. Yeah. I'd just like to say quickly, um, the interesting thing, like, PUBGA is a relatively polished game, right? Like, it's buggy as shit, and, like, it's got a lot of problems, but as far as, like, completeness goes, it's got balance issues, it's got bugs, but, like, it could (laughs) be a game. I don't know what polish means, then. Polish means they have gone through, there's no, like, weird gaps in the rules, it's not, like, horrifically broken to the point where it's unplayable. Uh. Polish, in this case, to me, means polish as a concept, right? Like, the the concept is relatively polished. It's Hunger Games. If somebody wanted to, you could sit down and give in maybe, like, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, you could probably get together enough footage from a play session of PUBG to put together a really compelling trailer, right? You have a plane, you're jumping out of the plane, you've got like all these close-up graphics, you've got running around and, you know, all if, of these oh, like elaborate maps. And If you and do scenery. the zombie mode, the zombie mode is really cool. There you go. And so to see a trailer from this company come out and, and show off something with like dragons and all this cool stuff, like that's all well and good, but like at the end of the day, there's a great divide between having a great concept with a bunch of polished assets and having a game that's playable and fun and interesting and unique and different. And, you know, we talk about this over and over and we're like fucking broken records at this point. Like how many early access games do we talk about? And it's like, it looks super cool. And then people play it and it's like, it's actually trash. Yeah, that train game you brought up to early access, it's going to be terrible. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I mean, it, it, it happens over and over. Like, every video game Kickstarter in the history of ever, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the only reason it's successful is because it looks good, and then it comes out and everybody hates it, right? So I, I'm very hesitant, like, until there's actual playable game for people to sit down and actually put in their hands and play. Ah, it's the know. gaming equivalent of Megan Fox. It looks nice, but there's nothing there. Oh, there's Jesus no substance. Christ. She's I was really worried where you're going with that one. I, after the whole discussion about Kevin Spacey before we started recording, this oh, oh God. could have gone oh, in many ways there. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, that was the last oh game I had to bring up. Uh, do we want to oh, move on and do yo! anything? What? what the fuck? Sphinx and the Cursed Mummy's coming to Steam. Fucking soul. That's one of my favorite games of all time. I've Sorry, I saw that. I just saw it. I got really excited. It's basically Zelda, but with Egyptian mythology. Like, it plays like a Zelda game. Or, like, uh, Ocarina of Time, but, like, not as open world. 
Oh, and I do recognize that cover for PS2. Interesting. Yeah, it's from like came out in 2003. Dude, I'm so pumped for this. Sorry, this is like one of my personal like favorite games of all time, and I I think I've bought it like four times. As much as I rail on people like don't buy it for multiple systems, this is an old game that I can't play now. So yeah, I'm definitely buying it again. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, Matt, did you have any stumpers before we wrap this one up? Oh, we've got so we got five good ass stumpers. I hope oh. they're good. Uh, uh, they were uh, they were funny when I downloaded them. <laughs> If we're going into stumpers, uh, do we have any like news thingy? I got like three quick things if we want to pump them um, out. Yeah, I don't have any news, but go burn through them. Uh, Sonic out. Sonic Forces came out, and guess what? It's shit. Uh, yeah, no I one did is surprised. Hear everyone's pretty upset with that one. They thought it was going to be better than it is. It's not even like it's not a great game. Like it's a bad Sonic game, which really like tells you something. It's a bad 3D Sonic game. Because, like, they've had Colors and Generations, which is apparently pretty decent. Like, this is just bad, apparently, all around, and no one's happy. Uh, even the character customization stuff's not really flushed out too well. It's like, that, like, that's what everyone was sold on. And that's what you got. That's all it is. So, once if we've learned anything from this year, take the Sonic games away from Sonic Team and give them to the fans who made Sonic Media and actually know how to make a good Sonic game. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, speaking of terrible things, uh, EA bought uh, the studio that made uh, Titanfall. So that's probably going to get killed off. Yeah. And everyone's going to get fired from that. I forget if we brought that up, but that is still a bummer regardless. Well, we brought up, they bought uh, Visceral Games, which did Dead Space. Visceral. And they shut that down. Visceral. Yeah. But yeah, um, and you also yeah. mentioned like a week or, or something in Slack a while ago, uh, something t- Telltale lost 20 employees That's or the 90. They Yeah, they laid off 90 employees, which is 25% of their workforce. Like that's 25%. what I got 20 confused and, with. Yeah. yeah, that's a good chunk. And they say they're going to try and like condense and work more on quality games and just kind of improve overall very wishy-washy stuff from the CEO. And... Um, maybe if they don't whore themselves out to every franchise that comes knocking and make just garbage games all within three months of each other and do episodic stuff that really doesn't need to be episodic, um, maybe they'll have good games, but they overextend themselves exactly like I predicted they would. And now they're downsizing and I don't understand how this necessarily means the games will be good now because they haven't changed anything, like any mechanic wise between any of their games. So... I don't know. If they, I think firing people is just to cut cost and to save money. I don't think the quality of the games are going to improve at all. If so, barely. So keep keep an eye on Telltale. I don't I can't guarantee they'll be good for much longer. If you think they still are good, I I they, personally they haven't really. been good for years. No, I think Wolf Among Us is the last like definitively good one that everyone agrees is good. That was. after that it starts getting murky. Like Tales from the Borderland, great music. Good character and writing. The game itself was incredibly buggy for me, but I seem to be an outlier in that. Um, Walking Dead season two was good. Uh, apparently, season three is pretty boring, and it just gets like worse and worse. Like they just consistently get worse with each game. So I don't know. Keep an eye out, but I, I wouldn't hold my breath. That's all I got. All right. Yep. Let's play some. Play stuff the jingle. First.
Okay, here we go. Uh, this one uh, is our obligatory uh, weekly cat post. God damn it. Um, this one comes to us in the topic, Cats Domestic. Can you own a cat? What? What? Can you own a cat? Uh, mm, like, legally? Yes. Spiritually? Never. Okay, well, here's something interesting that, I mean, it's completely unrelated, and I don't know how this com- came up, but in my local area, uh, I'll just say the, the name of the city, it's Redding, Pennsylvania. It's just like, I don't know, it makes no sense, but apparently in the news, local news, there was a police, people called the police and were like, there's a cheetah on the street, roaming the streets, and they're like, a fucking cheetah? And it it was some kind of, like, African jungle cat, like, I don't honestly know, I forget what, it began huh. with an S, but it was like this crazy uh, uh, looking... Savannah? Maybe, yes. Savannah it, it cat, some, yeah. Something like that, and it actually had spots, and it looked like a goddamn, like, fucking leopard or, like, cheetah mixed with a lynx. It was this crazy looking African cat, and they're like, how the fuck is this in Reading, Pennsylvania right now? Apparently it has a black market value of $30,000, so somebody yeah. probably just was smuggling it, and it got out, and it's just, like, roving the goddamn streets of my local Smuggling city. it through Reading, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yes. Dude, no, some <laughs> shit goes down here. It's so I mean, goddamn weird. I think the, I, I don't know for sure, but they're definitely like exotic animals, and I don't think they are domestic like it's owning animals changes state by state um but i have seen people have savannah cats as pets and you shouldn't they definitely get big not cheetah big but if you don't know any better i guess you see it in the wild you can panic uh, i remember my mom had a friend over one time and she saw her we, we let her cat run around outside and she saw him in the backyard and she started screaming thinking it was a mountain lion or a cougar we're just like you what you gotta go outside more if you think that's a cougar. Wait, no. Actually, I found out what it was actually. It's a serval. S-E-R-V-A-L. Google that shit. It is basically a fucking cheetah. It, and I'm I'm shocked hmm. that that was just roaming the streets. Roaming the streets after curfew. So who owns that? High on marijuana cigarettes. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, a serval. They're crazy. So here's the important question. Can you own a serval? Yeah, that's what I'm just... I, I think uh, a serval owns you, like Katz pointed out. That, Katz what is the a hell? that definitely looks like a cheetah, but it looks like someone like photoshopped its head smaller to like a yeah, house cat. That's weird head looking. Cheetah. Yeah. That's like a Goomba from the Mario Brothers movie as a cat. Wait, you're mm. absolutely right. Their heads are really weird, but they're kind of the, cute. I can see how you confuse that with a cheetah. That I can understand more than a savannah cat. Right, exactly. So yeah. at, that's just bizarre. And yeah, I think... I, I don't know if you definitely can't illegal. A serval. Yeah, that's not yeah. Uh, well. It's thirty thousand dollars if you bought it from that guy. <laughs> this next question comes to us from the topic attorneys. Can my cat be an attorney? Can a dentist marry a lawyer? <laughs> no. The yeah. Old Testament tells us it is forbidden. No, probably not because I don't know. That's just what if they get in a, a an argument and he's like, and then. He gives her cavities on purpose. (laughs) Wait, all right. I got immediately two images pop into my head. While she's asleep, he's sprinkling sugar into her mouth. 
Or he just has a jar of cavities and like flings them at him, just like ha ha, and like her teeth just like a superpower. It's like points. It's like ha cavities, ha pocket disease. Collects them all day, and then he's just like, I'm gonna give these to my wife when she pisses me off. (laughs) It's like Doctor Mario where they're little like viruses, and he just keeps them in the jar, and they're just like bouncing up and down, just. (laughs) And then like in in response, the lawyer like files a lawsuit, medical malpractice. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, Cat brings up a good point. Priests are supposed to marry people, so are they asking can a dentist marry a lawyer to someone else, like oh, officiate the oh. wedding? So Is this you, why we have cats around? Right. So yeah. You go try to get your teeth cleaned, and the, you're trying to get married. Actually, ne- next thing <laughs> you know, they they put you under with the laughing gas. You wake up, and you got a ring on your finger. Wait, technically, it depends on the dentist. What if they did, like, the online trick where you become that person that is allowed to do that? Oh, I... The, the online trick? Going to college <laughs> gotcha. online? No, no, I'm just... Like, no, there's, no, no. Like, for instance, like, my there's uncle... There's different like, churches. not a priest, but, like, he did something online where it's like, yeah, I can You can get certified. Somebody. Yeah, you oh, can I'm, officiate. I'm a, uh, uh, an internet reverend. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't that's think, right. <laughs> did I tell you that? Yeah, I, I can I can legally marry people. <laughs> it's it's all based like around what church you do it for so like a buddy of mine at work uh he does it for it's like the ter- church of du- dudeology which is like the church of like the big lebowski like the dude nice. so like you know it really raises the question of like how legitimate is it but it's like as legitimate as any other religion i guess mm-hmm. so <laughs> i just imagine going to this and like do you take a like when they talk to you when you're like cleaning your teeth and it's just a very uncomfortable D- doing way, your you have- your vows while you're getting a filling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, they got the little suction tube, and your tongue gets sucked in. And just get your tongue it has, like has a mind of its own. Sometimes it probes everything that goes into it. Ladies, uh, now you can get like a couple's massage. Can you get like a like a couple's quarterly dental cleaning? Quarterly. Look at this guy with dental insurance going all the fucking every three months. Yeah, it does feel good to get those <laughs> teeth cleaned. I should probably go to a dentist. I don't think I've been to one in like three years. Yeah, oh, same. Christ. I haven't. I literally haven't seen a dentist since I moved away from Pennsylvania, and it's almost right, been same. a decade. Yeah, they're like, oh, you should man. figure out what your dentist and like uh, doctor should be when you get uh, health insurance. I was like, yeah, I'll get right on that. No idea. Just absolutely no idea. He's gonna have lots of cavities to collect from you two. <laughs> I don't have any cavities. Off. I've never had a cavity in my entire life. Thank you very much. Actually, Ooh. me neither. Oh well, I guess yeah. I feel like shit now. High <laughs> five. <laughs> I had I had a lot when I was a kid because you know eating nothing but sugar, but I've actually had less as I got older because I realized how terrible my teeth are. Hmm. Yeah, but you being <laughs> bringing up being a reverend makes me think of Reverend W. E. Wig from season one of ABTD. Yeah, t- Reverend uh, Wizzy Wig. Yeah, Wizzy that um, was it. It's Jeff Goldblum. Damn. Speaking of which, I saw <laughs> Thor Ragnarok and Jeff Goldblum was in it, and it's fucking great. Making Thor a comedy movie is the best thing they could have ever done. Have you guys ever? Like watched an interview with Jeff Goldblum where he's like out of character. No, nope. He he is one of the most strange and fascinating human beings I have ever watched an interview of ever in my entire life. Because he's like he he's basically like Fraser Crane. <laughs> what, you're really making him sound boring as shit. Uh oh. He's he's like Fraser Crane. Like he's very like eccentric and weird, but like also like seemingly scared of a lot of things go listen to his interview with mark Marin if it's still up it, it, it's fascinating he, he's a super interesting guy 
This next question also comes to us from the topic attorneys. Oh, speaking of which, they're making a new Ace Attorney game for the Switch. I know that's a big franchise for some people. Huh. Why does French have the same word for both lawyer and avocado? <laughs> Wait, is that true? What's the word? They can't just do this to us. The bird is the word. <laughs> God damn it. No, please. Zero no. birds. <laughs> Play the song. God. <laughs> I don't know French at all, so I I honestly don't know if that's true or not. I hope so. I gotta get uh, it. Actually, is uh, it uh, it is in fact true? Uh, oh. I, I Google translated it. <laughs> avocado is uh, h- how do they pronounce this? Avocat, uh, and then lawyer is avocat. Uh, avocat. Yeah, <laughs> avocat. I love the little voice that Google does. Avocat. 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 That's a great question. Uh, what is what is the relationship between a lawyer and avocado? Um, once you pop the top, they degrade really quickly. Mm. I worked in produce. Avocados are like grenades. You pull the stem off of it, you got like two days at max. That's you've got you've month. got a handful of hours before that avocado goes from a lovely shade of green to a deep black. gray brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the best. Yeah, you know they're very big on avocado where I work and. I'll tell you what, it's it's not a it's not it's not a good food. Like everybody loves their their avocados, but like when you just got like a plateful of fucking avocado in front of you, and there's like a third of the lettuce as there is avocado, like that's just gross. Yeah, Here's I the mean, thing: they're really big on avocado in all of Southern California, like in all these metropolitan cities. Yeah, this is where and it comes I from. I do not care for avocado at all, and I feel mm. like a mutant here. Everyone looks at me strange, and it's on fucking everything out here and i can barely eat and i'm starving to death and i Gosh. hate it the thing is i feel like the only like real application of avocado is guacamole like that's what i'm not a fan of that either for? that's all it's for it's you know uh, i think the the one thing that i truly enjoy about avocado is when you put it with something like a little bit sour a little bit tangy like some lime um i don't care what the application is whether it's guac or something else but like if you have a little bit of tanginess in there with your avocado i think that that works pretty well but too much avocado is is not good i just uh, i don't get the appeal and everyone hates me out here for it and they they laugh at me and throw avocados at me in the street and i'm telling them like avocados take so much water to grow that's why you're on a drought and they're like ha 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 we have toast it is weird that, that French. just the French language is just like lacking the extra word for something entirely different to distinguish the, between these two things. Like, I don't know. That's like, imagine in the English language, it's like, yeah, an avocado is actually a lawyer. You're like, yeah, I'm going to eat some guacamole made out of lawyers. <laughs> uh, cannibalism. Well, I mean, we, Check that off it, the pinky card. God damn it. <laughs> English, English is pretty much like the worst fucking language in terms of like using the same word for multiple things. Fact. Yeah. So like... The word shit, right, can mean, <laughs> in the general sense, all of the things that you own. Stuff. Shit, in the other sense, is producing excrement from your asshole. Fuck is like, another <laughs> a great example. Fuck it's, is the most versatile word, I think, in the English language. Perhaps. But it's because of slang. It's not, like, actually versatile, like, in a proper sense. We just, just use it what's, in all the ways. It, English is just the laziest language. It just all turns into slang, which is slang mm-hmm. for short language. But I think it might be because maybe avocados haven't been to France for, like, a long time. And they're like, uh, what else words can we make? And they just paired it up with that. Like, it's, I'm positive it's not native to France. So they probably didn't have a word for it until someone brought it over. Yeah. 
Speaking of France, uh, there's a vi- and birds we've talked about it earlier. There's a video game called Aviary Aviary Attorney, where you play as a basically Sherlock Holmes, but as a lawyer and a bird. And you got a bunch of other little birds in it. I think it takes place in France. Wait, are you serious? There's a bird game where you're a fucking lawyer? Yeah, it's called Aviary Attorney. You basically play as like Sherlock Holmes. No, it's basically Ace Attorney, but you play as a bird in like 18th century France. I think it's great. <laughs> I love enough. it. Just I love it just because it's like here's this game. What if we made everyone birds? And that's the game. <laughs> and yeah, Monument Valley is better with birds. All right. Anyway, <laughs> put a bird on it. I'm just thinking about um, how many games involving birds I don't want to play. Um, <laughs> Why? Just, just, just want to throw that out there. Like, what do you got I against mean, birds? Putting, putting aside the fact that there are these weird, like, anime bird mashups, which I would never play. There's like, a, there's a lot of bird-related games which I just have zero interest in. Angry Birds. I don't care. Wow. Well, yeah, that's a definite no for me. Yeah. Yeah. But like. Alright, first off, Hot Tuffle Boyfriend is an amazing story if you play through all the characters. Second off, b- b- just birds are funny. We've already talked about this. I love birds with, like, photoshopped human arms on it. I don't know why. It's the funniest thing in the world to me. It's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. that's that's your avatar on at least two slacks. Um. <laughs> You're not wrong. It's, yeah. I just, I, that's one I cannot explain why I find it funny. I just do. Uh, yeah, I, mm. If bird yeah, are, I used if to subscribe are, to um, a Twitter called Birds Right Activist, um, and it was like a bird, it was like written as a bird pretending to be like a birds rights adv- activist, and like, mm-hmm. it was funny during the election, but then like afterward it just <laughs> got now. really annoying, it was like, I, in my head I just picture somebody like pretending to like typo things and be topical, it just doesn't work anymore for me, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I've like outgrown birds. I like the bird humor in Always Sunny with like bird law and all that. Oh, D. Oh, well, yeah. (laughs) D being a bird, too. It's Larry Bird. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) This this Stumpers is less of like a game where we're riffing us off and more of just talking points of like, huh, that is interesting. Kind of. I'm I'm regretting some of these questions, perhaps. (laughs) This next one comes to us from the topic costumes. Can I wear a dinosaur costume to the airport? Yeah, why not? There's like, isn't that like part of like all these viral videos where like the goddamn dinosaur guy does like the Ninja oh, Warrior shit? I got sick of that T Rex costume super fast. That yeah. meme died real quick for me. Oh yeah, definitely. It wasn't like anything super special, but I cannot imagine someone wasn't in an airport wearing one of those at some point. But it would no. be a bitch during TSA. Well, they absolutely could wear it there. I don't see the point in it. It would just be obnoxious for everyone around them. Yeah. I feel like this question is just like, can I meme in public and not get arrested? And the answer is no. You're going to get arrested just yeah, because. You can't actually fit that costume in the goddamn plane and they'd just be like, fuck this guy. So I think, yeah, you, you probably can't. Well, it's to the airport, not on a plane. So I'm wondering, would you get changed in the airport bathroom out of, your, out of or into your dinosaur costume? And would that be stranger than the senator who's trying to get a uh, little hand jobs going in the bathroom? Who's caught doing that? Oh, God damn it. That's a topical thing from like four years ago. It's not topical. That's not, yeah, that's not the right word. That's for retroactively that. that's, topical. That's no, that's not. That's, you can't do that. For the time travelers listening, 
This is retroactively breaking news. Four years ago. No, it's you can't. Guys, JFK was assassinated. Yeah, God, I was just going to say that. Fuck. <laughs> you know, honestly, like, I, I'm really curious what this person thinks that they're going to do. Like, if they think they're going to, like, prank the TSA or, like, prank the people at the ticket encounter. But, like, the last thing that literally anybody at the airport wants to do is deal with you and your shit. So, like, yeah. literally anything that you can do in a dinosaur costume at the airport is just a nuisance to everybody involved, including yourself, because you have to get on a fucking plane. In a so, like, costume with, like, a, a costume, fan in it. Like, the fan's, I like, already it's an inflatable costume. I have a difficult enough time not touching the arms of the people sitting next to me, right? <laughs> the last thing I need is for you to be wrapped in a fucking dinosaur cocoon. <laughs> In the center seat, God forbid. A dino coon. Yeah. That's the thing. And you, think... emer- you emerge a bronchiosaurus. That's the thing. I don't think dinosaurs could go flying anyway. Like, they're probably afraid of heights. Unless you're a goddamn, what is it? Uh, pterodactyl. pterodactyl. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. If, you're, if you weren't a flying dinosaur, you never uh, would it be on an airplane. Uh, fun fact, that's actually not super depressing like it usually is for me. Uh, pterodactyls aren't actually dinosaurs, and dinosaurs don't actually fly. They're technically a class of lizards, or, like, reptiles. Oh, they're that's not, a bad. bummer. Yeah, they're not technically in the dinosaur, like, genus, I guess, or whatever it is. Like, God. there's some classification that makes them not dinosaurs. They're the closest hmm. thing to dragons we ever had, though. Yeah, that's true. That is true. And the most misleading dragon ever is the Komodo dragon. You're just a punk bitch. <gasps> How dare you? Komodo no, dragons kidding. are wonderful. No, they're pretty cool. I would but it's not say, a dragon. That, well, why would right. you call it? I oh, know. Here's the stumper. What is the most misleading dragon? The Puff? most misleading dragon. The magic one. Uh, magic. I dragon? don't think. I don't think Puff was ever really that ambiguous about anything that he did. So I would say that he was not misleading. Um, uh, I would misleading say dragons. Dragon fruit. Because you're a fruit and not a dragon. Um, Though apparently pretty tasty. Dude, yes. by, by the way, dragon. Dragon fruit looks fucking weird, like yeah. both inside and out. It's like the goddamn fruit from Kingdom Hearts, the one that like you eat and you become soulmates or whatever. The starfruit? Yeah, it's, How about- it's, it's got a name. Fuck, I, I can't believe I don't know this. I'm a terrible fan. What about Quetzal? Quetzal's a dragon. Do you remember Quetzal? No. From Dragon just, Tales? I How thought poo. you were saying pretzel with a lisp. No, it's, it's Quetzal from the, from the television series Dragon Tales. I wish, with, I wish with all my heart to go to the land of dragons. Something. Yeah, it, so there's like these two weird looking kids. It's like Dora the Explorer Whoa, plus five racist. years. Racist. They are Latino. Not, not weird looking in that sense. They've got like heads <laughs> that are like four times the size of a child's. It, 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 they're so disproportionate. Anyway. <laughs> they, Wait, what about Quexel? He's just an old man. An old dragon man. Yeah, but like. He lives in this magical land of dragons, and he's just like this chill old guy. You think a dragon would actually be like that in real life? Your dragon would just, like, fuck you up. Like an old dragon? I can just imagine it'd be like an old cat. Like, he doesn't have time for your shit. He doesn't want to be bothered. He doesn't want to wake up. Like, Quetzal is just, just like... Quetzal's pretzels. Yeah, he's, he's a big old pretzel. Um... <laughs> Uh-oh. Might have found porn of it. Oh, well, God. that's it for me. Yep, All I'm right. out of here. God oh, damn it, Bren. I just Christ. looked up quite, I didn't look. I just looked at Google Images, and it was like the third image was just like his big foot, and then like four down was like him, like pregnant, like man, pregnant dragon. It's just like that's Google. 
I, I even got safe search on like moderate. That is not on me. Jesus. Well, the, for anyone listening that's like, oh, you should have known the name of the fruit is Palpu fruit. Yeah, Palpu. God damn it. Kingdom Hearts. Play it. It's great. This last question comes to us from the topic, the vacuum of space. What the fuck? Are you supposed to vacuum under the bed? <laughs> wait. wait. <laughs> oh, hmm, wait a minute. The Ta- all right. The, what if it's the vacuum, comma, of space? And it's just asking, where in space should I vacuum? Like, Under where in bed? all of space this is true. do I vacuum? I mean, technically, nebulas are just giant clouds of space dust. There's a yeah. lot of vacuuming to be done there. Mm-hmm. What if we're inside a vacuum bag, and that's why there's so much dust everywhere? The universe is just a vacuum bag for a giant. Who's vacuuming? Is it, is it, uh, I don't know, is it God? Is it God's vacuum? Are we just dirt and filth to God to be vacuumed up? We're We're God's dust dust bunnies. Oh, that's actually kind of, I kind of like that. (laughs) But that's the thing, you don't want to, if you're vacuuming under your bed, uh, you probably just don't want to, there's probably some dust bunnies down there and you don't want to be like a goddamn, I don't know, genocide, killing all these (laughs) dust bunnies. Is, is the (laughs) vacuumer Neil deGrasse Tyson? It's watership down under your bed. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Or, or as Cass says, you would anger the monster, who has uh, eye, uh, teeth round sharp and eyes glowing red. Oh, yeah, true. The monster hiding under your bed, from the Nightmare Before for Christmas song. That'd Tis probably be a good way to get rid of monsters under your bed. Just throw the vacuum <laughs> under there. Fuck. You're just yawning at it like, you're yelling at it like you do shorty cats. Go on, get out of here! Yeah, yeah, get! Um... Yeah, you probably should vacuum under your bed. It's super dusty down there. You should definitely vacuum under your bed, yeah. Agreed to disagree. (laughs) That was Stumpers, everybody. Oh, wait. What about uh, Star Trek? You told us to remind you. Yeah, feel free to throw that oh, in before I was we do just plugs. Gonna, I was, was going to complain about um, how you have to download a separate app from CBS that only has CBS shows and then pay like a bullshit $7 subscription fee for them to put like commercials in it. And then you have to pay like $12 if you want the version without commercials just because they wanted to have like their own streaming service. Um, that's such bullshit. Fucking pay the next, the, uh, let the Netflix people pay you. Let the Google people pay you. I don't want to have to sign up for a service for every company that produces content. Like, if CBS has an app, and Disney has an app, and NBC has an app, what the fuck is the point? Why am I going to pay like $7 because I want to watch one show that I'm only just going to go pirate anyway because I don't want to have to download a fucking app and pay a subscription cost? And then there's going to be a service like Verve that'll sign up for all those different streaming services Bundle them all together for a slightly more expensive than an individual one, but way less expensive than all of them together. And it's going to sell you that bundle uh, as an online streaming service. Like, Oh, for sure. And that's going to be called cable because it already fucking exists. And now it's (laughs) just on the internet. That was amazing. But if you're pissed off about that, Bass, of signing up for a bunch of different uh, content creator streams, here's some bad news because that's definitely happening. That's why so much stuff's being pulled off of Netflix. And that's why Netflix is spending $8 billion on original content. Because all of their other shows are being pulled off by the uh, people that have the licensing and rights for it. Disney, uh, taking off Marvel stuff, all Disney stuff. 
DC is taking off their stuff and doing their own. I know that for a fact. They've already announced it. Yeah, um, fuck. Even I'm su- always I'm Sunny's going will, off Netflix. Always Sunny's uh, yeah, getting off. I'm sure it. FX is probably going to take all their stuff and try and do their own streaming service. It's I guarantee it's going to happen, and more and more channels are going to try and do it to make their own streaming service to try and get their own cash flow instead of just paying it to Netflix. I think they're going to end up losing money. I think a lot of these companies are going to realize that it was a mistake. They're yeah. going to put their content back on Netflix and other services, and they're going to they're going to move on with their lives. I hope the, the thing is like they never mastered distribution, right? Yeah. Like Comcast is the company that distributes all this shit, or AT and T or whoever, right? Like you have the company that brings the wire to your door. They just want to have a bigger slice of the pie, but then they realize nobody wants to pay them for their tiny little piece of content that they put out, and they end up shooting themselves in the foot. I can't imagine that this is going to work out work out for the better for them. Didn't. Anybody learned anything from CISO? Like, that was so short-lived, and, like, people were really backing it at first. And, I mean, I'm not yeah. sure if it's necessarily the best comparison, but, like, you know what I mean? It, no, it's the a fair one. CISO, it's a, CISO yeah. I, I was a subscriber for quite a long time. Um, it didn't have a lot of good content. Like, everything was just like, ah, this is our, like, leftovers, or... or I don't know, it was just it was just weird. Like, they had the the... The My Brother, My Brother and Me show, which was fun. That's why I originally signed up. Of course. But when I was done watching that, I was like, okay, so there's a bunch of comedy specials. Netflix has a bunch of comedy specials. Like, I watched some things and nothing particularly stood out to me. It, and I almost felt like they were just taking, like, recordings of stand-up sets at, like, a comedy club somewhere. No particular, you know, special occasion. And they're just putting them online. There's a lot of stuff, like, even the audience wasn't laughing. <laughs> it was, uh. it's just weird um i mean i guess that's why like it was such a good deal and there weren't ads and everything but at the same time like it felt a little bit too niche i am not a fan of of crunchy roll for obvious reasons but Hater. they really nailed their demographic and they put together a, a compelling service that offers high quality content for the people that care um I think, despite you know the the quality of those those people's, uh, how <laughs> dare you coming um, after my waifus on air in front oh, of everyone Christ. here? How dare you? Um, I would say CISO had a problem because it definitely targeted alternative co- uh, comics, and despite how popular those comedians get, they definitely would be classified as alternative comedians and like comedy like that. Yeah. And there's plenty of them that I enjoy their stand up. And there's plenty of like, I like Doug Benson on podcast, but I don't particularly like his stand up. And, mm-hmm. um, there's plenty of comedians like that where I enjoy their stand up or them on podcast or something, but I don't care for the show they're on. Cause it's like, uh, Jonah Ray, he has Hidden America. That's great. I really enjoy that. I like them on podcast and his stand up's all right. I'm not the big crazy about it. But, um, Paul F. Tompkins, by far one of my favorite uh, stand up comedians. Uh, he's on a ton of shit and it's not always great. And I wouldn't want to pay for it. And that was the problem. People assume that because these comedians are popular and have a built-in audience, every one of those people are going to come to CISO and pay for it. And that's not at all what happened. No. And that's why they went under. Right. Okay. So it's definitely, I think it's definitely going to be going that way. Uh, CISO is a good comparison. Okay. But it's, I think Hulu might be a better one because they're not doing great either. And they're charging for stuff. And yeah. Oh, and that's topical. Yeah, that's just now available for, or gonna be available for the Switch. And I'm like, oh, just give me I think Netflix. It already is. I don't know. I think that that's more pressing than Hulu. I could be wrong. Hulu's like Xbox kind of, where it's got certain exclusives that are good, 
but not enough to really get a huge audience from it. Definitely. Um, let's yeah. wrap this one up. It's been a solid episode. We had some people tuning in live, so let's do some shout-outs real quick. We had Yep, I Shooter Like Cats, Lotra. We had Chiz at some point. Uh, we got Judge Greg, so all the fam hanging out. If you're interested in watching us do the, or watching, tuning into us live, um, we go live every Friday over at twitch.tv slash ABT silence at 10 PM Eastern standard time. So you guys are more than welcome to hang out with us. And like I said, uh, you can always leave us a voicemail at our website at the contact page. I'll, I'll have a link in the show notes, but let's do some official plugs. Where can our listeners find you, Matt? Uh, you can find me uh, on Instagram at uh, markchoy on Instagram.com. <laughs> God damn. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Matt Basta. And if you're looking to start your own podcast, you can head on over to pinecast.com. That's P-I-N-E-C-A-S-T.com. It's free to sign up. No credit card required. Free forever. And when you decide that you're ready for the good stuff, it's only five bucks a month. And you get your first two months free with the coupon code dentist. Oh, say avocado no no i think we already did avocado didn't we or something random I mean, like that maybe. it was cucumber god damn your first two months free with the coupon code dentist give it a try today i know you'll love it we've already admitted that we just repeat ourselves not stop on this so probably yeah true fair enough how about oh. you brent uh i'll point out cats uh made a recording for us so she's probably the first one that's done it cool we'll so, probably play it on next episode so look forward to that you'll hear some cats not like the collective unit of animals, but like a person. Yeah. Um, ABDS Brendan on Twitter. Uh, I'm not doing the fake podcast bit anymore because I honestly ran out of ideas. Fair and enough. Death. And we're already running along as it is. <laughs> Fair, true. And if you like <laughs> us, give us a follow on Facebook and Twitter. Handles ABT Silence. We'll be back next week. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys. Bye. See you.